They say we sick with it, you better wear a mask They say we're moving towards the top, but we work like we're trash I mean these conversations happening, you shouldn't have asked We're the winners of the future, not a slave to the past You said we never ever make it, and I'm saying you lied Tune in every Monday, press play, share, and subscribe Your invoice has been processed, bring me my money, don't hide Don't play with me, I'm Kingdom and I'm Southside Hey Tweety, what are you drinking over there? How's it went? all right guys so you caught us we are drinking our favorite coffee and that is hustle blends coffee hustle blends coffee is curated for visionaries um high performing people executors all of the above and we want to share this coffee with you so we have recently launched our coffee in a cold brew that's right packaged up just for you it could be delivered to your door anytime you want it to be delivered so while you're working on building that billion dollar plan and you're already getting your services from renown.tech go ahead and throw back a shot of coffee that is hustle blends Shop HustleBlends at www.hustleblendswithaz.com. Coffee and Jesus all day, baby. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Million Dollar Conversations Podcast, Season 2, Season 2. I am one half of your podcast. None other than not DJ Envy, not Angela Yee, uh-huh. not Charlemagne the, the Turd. Oh, I wow. am... I actually like Charlemagne, so shout out to Charlemagne. Not that this shout out would reach him, but um, <laughs> your lovely rich auntie Patrice Sanguini. And you know who it is, man. It's Tenacious T. We in the building. Tenacious T. <laughs> we come, you know, giving you the truth and nothing but it. Um, and we we ready for this this episode. I am willing to give someone a handsome cash app offer. If you can go back through all of the million dollar conversation episodes and count how many times Tweety has laughed at his own jokes, <laughs> I am willing to reward you so, handsomely. I am if a fan you can favorite. do such things. So they might actually do that for me to say, like, you know, he actually laughs at the jokes and then you laugh with him, you know. It's a uh, it's a shared moment. I, I indulge in moments with you, even if I cannot empathize the feeling. Empathize, you know. Okay. Even if I am not provoked to laugh because by the unfunniness, I still can support you. You know, I, if we were to do a comedy show, which I I, I would you would hire me as your ghostwriter. No, I would actually, I would toast you. Because you would hire me as your ghostwriter. No, I wouldn't hire you as a a ghostwriter. I would toast you. It's a great day to just admit the truth. Mind them. I would toast you. Patrice is not your... Feel me? I'm not your ghostwriter. I got accents on top of that. So I'll switch it up on them real quick. Multifaceted. Multifaceted. I'll do a joke in Swahili. And make them laugh. Do a joke in English. Make them laugh. the cultures. Understood. Do it in Patois. Make them laugh. Mm -hmm. What you got? That's, that's what I thought. All right. So what y'all are, are the cry for help that you just witnessed <laughs> um, is that Tweety just does not want to admit that I'm his ghostwriter. You're not my ghostwriter. And writer. it's fine. You're I'm, da- I'm Dark writer. Child. I'm Dallas Austin. <laughs> I am uh, Lyrica Anderson. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know if you Who else are some like, famous ghostwriters? Who are some famous ghostwriters, Tweety? Uh, some famous ghostwriters. Um, dang. Babyface. Babyface is definitely one. Um, the one who says hit maker on all this stuff. He don't be writing, do Young he? Bird. He writes. Yeah, I think Young Bird writes. 
Um, Jermaine, Jermaine Dupree. Dupree. Yeah, I was thinking of him. Know. Those songs are great the way he writes. I mean, he, it comes from such a soft spot. Yeah, like you're like, you know, such a short man. and I want to be with you. Okay. What I need from you is... Like, Jermaine just knew that he needed some understanding. Right. He said, how can we communicate? Can if you... She wrote, you know, we do give her one flower for that, don't we? She wrote, uh, no scrubs, scrubs. yeah, along with Tamika, yeah, you know, give Give Tamika her flowers. Tamika is very deserving of her flowers, yeah, give Tamika and what is Candy's real name? I don't know. Oh my gosh, another handsome reward if you know this (laughs) one fact. What is Candy's real name, anyway? We're going that was just a good one. Let's get the show started. Yeah, Let's get the show started. Start. We were doing a little mad gap there. All right, so we're gonna start off a little shim 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 shim. All right, you know, this is just our little get to know you piece of our podcast. All right. So Tweety, both of us are gonna answer this question with five different answers. No answer can be repeated on either side. There are three answers that cannot be said at all. What are five things that black people do not play about? You cannot say money. You cannot say kids. You cannot say family. Five, go. Five things black people don't play about. They food. Okay. Ding. They son. Which is their kids, so you can't oh, say that. No kids. Um, they wallet. It's not money. They don't play about their wallet. Um, bills. It's not money. Um, wives or husbands. Mm. Mm, Jesus. Mm. Mm. Are you FI? I got one more, I think. Uh-huh. And... Said no food. No, you said food already. I did. Um, Jordans. Jordans. Okay, gotcha. All right, I am going to say five things that black people do not uh, play about. All right, one, black women specifically and some black men do not play about their hair. Okay. All right, how many of you all, you can silently raise your hand. Nobody's judging you. This is a safe place. Um, have avoided going somewhere because your hair was not done. Uh, that's happened before. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Bad haircut. Or... You know, either bad haircut or no haircut. Yeah. Okay. And, and Tweety and I were talking about the two different levels of avoid like like hair crisis the other day. Okay, because I think it's important that we shed this kind of trauma and we normalize talking about this level of trauma in our community. Mm, Okay, come on. So I believe that like, let's say you just had a bad week, a long week, you're in a hair crisis, but you are the reason why your hair is not done. Okay, either you didn't make your appointment or you didn't do anything to your hair or you just kind of let life happen. I feel like that's for you to swallow. Mm. Like that's that your you problem. Created, you created you, like that was a, a problem that was fixable. Okay. Right. Right. But right. it's a different type of hurt. It's a different kind of pain. Mm. It's a different type of disappointment. Honestly, there's a different level of healing that's needed <laughs> when you have made the appointment, gotten in said car or said Uber. Uber. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people make sacrifices. Getting your hair done because it's one okay. of those things. Before you dive in too deep, we're just at one. We need four more. No, but people need to. I am trying to help okay. heal my community. And I want to heal us. And, and yourself. I want to heal us. I want us to be better people. Okay, come on. Come okay, on. so anyway, when you get in said Uber or Lyft, mm-hmm. or all right. Walk. Or walk. Some people are walking <laughs> to go get their hair did, all right? They're getting picked up. You get there. Yeah. You got your stuff together. You got your money. You're ready to pay. You know, mm-hmm. most black hairstylists, they, hair they want a deposit paid. I don't know how the barbers right. are getting over there. No, but you, you got to pay on the spot. No, no. Black hairstylists want you to pay the minute you book. Before um, you even step foot in the salon or know, granny house, with, with barbers, there's a relationship built. Like you can't, you can't, you can't not pay them once and then expect them to always take you in. I don't think you could not pay anybody once. I don't think that should be okay at all. No, I'm not saying me, but I'm saying you know we're healing. There's people who do. Oh, these we're things. healing. Oh, <laughs> yes. we're, we're all healing. Okay. Yeah, there's people who do these kind of things. Like you got the haircut and you dip out on your barber. That's I don't okay. see barbers letting that happen. I've seen it happen. I've once. seen some mad my, dashes for women. The West, like, the West Side. I'm not gonna put it out. There's a barber shop that you once frequented. That I once, only once. Oh, you didn't frequent. You visited. I okay. visited once, okay. and you know the roach dipped out on them, and the customer dipped out on them. <laughs> the roach went along with the customer. Yeah. Look at Tweety caring about the souls of men out there. Anyway, so. Um, I feel, hold on, I'm going to save that for the end. All right. So anyway, you, let's say you get there, you get to your destination. You know, sometimes people who whip up the baddest hair, you know, it could be in any type of environment. So you really don't know whose uncle trap house you pulling up to, right? You get out there willing to risk your life to make sure your hair gets laid. All right. You sit down. All right. Me, there may be, you know, black and mild droppings in the nape of your neck, but you're those. willing to risk it all to get your hair combed. Okay. Not so let's I. say you sit up in that chair for an hour or two, ladies. You've been there. You understand. All right. All that. So you can just get your hair done. And then after that, Guess what? You hate it. It's atrocious and you've paid because you know Felicia and them don't play about booking your appointment. You know they want you to pay $100 down before you even step out your house that day. So what do you do? You hide from the public (laughs) (laughs) trying to love yourself enough to go out and face the world. That's not okay. And I want us to heal today from that. That's not okay. So if you have any stories of trauma from visiting Felicia and sitting amongst the the parasites who who do hair and have just messed but you up infinitely. I don't, I don't think that needs to go to the the person who did the hair because sometimes, like, I think that we have this persona. I'm gonna get re- just a little real on here. Oh, okay. We have a little persona that you know, if we you know, when we're go- going to get our hair did, it's almost like a self care thing. It is. It's personal. It is personal. It's deeply personal. And. I don't know how women feel about it, but when I go to get, I'm almost, my hair's almost gone. Like, I'm fading backwards. Mm-hmm. But there's something. Tweety's doing a different kind of healing. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I've already healed. I accepted my faith. He's like accepting three his years receding ago. hairline. Yeah, that's Y'all like. Y'all be in prayer, still keep him on the do wall. Do not pray for my hairline. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> that thing been gone. We're going to name pray this episode Pray for My Hairline. Pray for somebody else. Okay. I'm okay. Sure. I'm, I'm, I've been healed because, mm-hmm. you know, I think you accept certain things that are genetic just look at your dad oh yeah. i'm gonna be just like that yeah. if i don't do x y and z or whatever but when it comes to hair it's, it's gonna come and it's gonna go especially as a man just own it 
on it. Embrace For women, it. it is not that simple. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that in moments, we can allow that thing to become a hindrance. Mm-hmm. And I know I'll speak for me. You know, I think when you talk about healing, people want to hear your story. Oh, okay. You know, so I'm going to lead, then you're going to lead with your story. Anyway, so uh, I one time. On, I was just on number one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just on, but do you see <laughs> finish, what? Do you finish. see the opportunities I just created for people to t- share their stories? You wow. know, do you see what I just did there? Okay. Finish. All right. Number two of things that black people do not play about uh-huh. is catching their midday talk shows. If you have ever, ever in your life, I must not know enough black people. <laughs> no, you haven't been in our community for that long. I've been immersed. So if you ever had a sick day from school and you had to stay with your granny, you know, and everything like that, 10 o'clock, Jerry Springer came on. 11 o'clock, That's Maury came show? on. Actually, no, Steve came on at 9. Steve, what, what is Steve was oh, real. Will Coast. Coast, yeah. Oh. Steve was really dark. I don't know why that show is actually still playing. He I mean, like none of it's appropriate. Yeah, but he used to be the bodyguard, st- right? Yeah, but it's like he has really sick storylines. Because he's trying to get to the same level. No, but so like Jerry Springer go. is like light, fluffy. It's still sick, but it's like, you know, my uncle slept with my grandma and then they just bust out fighting or whatever. All right, Steve Wilkos, it'll be like, you know, my dogs try to, to you know, sleep with my kid or something. It's just real sick. And it's just like, ew, whoa, we didn't, whoa, it's whoa. early. Um, so anyway, you know, if you're anything like me, you know, you were watching Dragon Tales came off by 830 or whatever. Then KERA was on some real trash stuff. And, you know, they wanted to start trying I, to sell China K-E-R-A. and stuff. Shout out to KERA for when you were good. But you were only like you only catered to real kid shows for two hours out the day. All right, let's and get I, to four. OK, anyway, four. So, yeah, black people don't play about their um, midday talk shows. Black people do not play about their grannies like. I have sat amongst students who are like, you know, you know, the whole on my mama, on my soul, on this, on that. Don't don't let it be they granny. If I say if they ever say on my granny, understand that there is about to be blood. All right. There is about to be hair being pulled out. There is about to be. I didn't know that was serious. Yeah, like people put it on their mama and they still be lying. You know, wow. People put it on their daddy and they really be lying. Mm -hmm. But put it on your granny. (laughs) <laughs> it's a problem. It's disrespectful. All right, number four. Things that black people do not play about. Black people do not play about um, their cash app. Okay? I think cash app has really? been... Yes. All right. Yes. Yes. Because cash app is a... A bank for some people. It, yes. No, no, seriously. No, you, sweetie, you really are stepping on toes. Yeah, seriously, it is. <laughs> it seriously is. <laughs> It is a hundred percent a bank for some people. Please, we we gotta do better. Mm-hmm. We gotta do better. Yes. I'll pray for that. Please mm-hmm. deliver them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is not okay. That's yeah. not financial literacy. Cash apps. It's it's a it's a whole bank for some folks. Now listen, ain't nothing wrong with cash. I, I think the premise of cash app. There's nothing wrong with it. But I think to like con- do all of your transactions in life it's on a, cash it's app. It's supposed to be a place where money flows, not money sits. I don't think it's anywhere where you should be doing major, super duper, big, big, big transactions. I think it's like a hey, you know, can you get I'm you can to you, get my hair cut? Can you help me on this fo fo fo? Or uh, like that help? 
<laughs> you ain't All right, that brings me to number five. Black people do not play about they foe for foe. All right, black people everywhere. I feel yeah. like I hear us just. I hear a resounding a sound. There's a choir. I I just hear. Do you not hear the I angels? Hear do you the hear them marching? Choir. All right. <laughs> Black people do not play about they folk for folk. I want to go. <laughs> That's it. To Wendy's. Yes. Do you want to go? Yeah. Black yeah. people yeah. do not. This the folk for folk was the best thing that has ever happened to black people. All right. One, we wouldn't play about them chicken nuggets to begin with because they used to be ninety nine cents. If for they a ever five came piece. out with a veggie four for four, I'd be in that spot. I, Wendy's, if you're hearing. Holla at your boy. Because oh, that's all we want is Holla at your boy. some tofu based uh, <laughs> It's not for you. Hey, chicken nuggets. Hey, y'all already got y'all. Anyway, how they that is the, the dizzle on my five um, five like things that, black though. people don't play about. I like it. Yeah. So um, anyway, y'all, as you can tell, we're in a very light and fluffy mood because y'all know. We sipping on tea. The vibes, the vibes have to be. A little less than contagious sometimes these days. Sometimes right. they have to, to be laugh. very light, very fluffy, um, and it keeps us excited and going. You know, um, we love all the feedback we've been getting from you guys about like just the podcast, y'all listening, y'all catching up on older episodes from the pandemic, and just um, kind of like following what was happening in real time for that. And I think that's so cool. So right now, um, it's almost the end of October. All right, and we are about to come up on the election. Okay, it's early voting right now, and I feel like we should should touch. Mm. We should touch on some things that are happening um, amongst voting, amongst um, life, amongst this election we're about to face, and just kind of give some some hope. And yes, we some, come to bring hope. You know, some hope. Um, and just really just take a, a very not a dive, but just a quick no, we're taking a wash a, a off. Dip, dip. We're gonna take a we're gonna take a wash off. Just a quick dip. You know, hit the essentials. That's what we're gonna do. Do a little a little, <laughs> a little a, splash. A little splash. Yeah. <laughs> um so anyway, I'm just gonna start off by saying this. This is what I'm gonna ring the alarm with. Um voting is extremely important to me. It's extremely important to me. Um I when I think about the fact that it was the mid sixties when black people were able to vote and when I think about the fact that my grandma was like maybe in her late 30s maybe 40 when that happened so she had gone the majority well she had gone two decades of her adult life um, until then not voting or having to say so and so if you were to look at my lineage it's me my mom my grandma who have been able to vote who have been Whatever, you know, it, it's been a opportunity to vote. I take it very seriously. Right. Um, I, and I think everybody should take it very seriously. Right. I, I think that when it comes to voting, I take a different approach um, with it because I do think it's, it's, it's a great opportunity that we've been given and we should, especially as minorities, mm-hmm. whether you're black, brown or Asian mm-hmm. or, you know, Indian, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's important to uh, use the right to vote, you know, and, and voting how you feel or see fit according to your principles, according right. to what your belief systems are without feeling judgment um, because you're voting, uh, once again, according to what you see fit. Absolutely. Um, I saw something really 
terrible earlier about just the not voting necessarily, but about how um, Ice Cube had came out with an initiative that he wanted to do. Okay. Um, and he presented it to both Democrats and Republicans. Mm-hmm. And the Republicans decided to pick it up and actually initiate it mm-hmm. for black people. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he what he did this during the Trump administration, everybody started calling him a coon, a okay. sellout, wow. X, Y, and Z. Like, why would you do this? And he's like, disrespect the Uncle Cube? Yeah. Unk? Unk. And he was like, wow. I'm actually doing this for y'all. Like, I am trying to make a difference. And it don't matter who the difference comes from, but a difference is a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, you know, he's still being dragged for meeting with the administration, mm-hmm. talking and just trying to see how we can initiate and make change now. Yeah. Everybody's talking about change after the election, but we still have a We now. still have a whole life to live through right, right now. There's still 2020 yeah. here. Like yeah. We're talking about 2021. Some people don't even know if they're going to see 2021. True. Only God month. knows that. Yeah, for sure. So I think when we jump into this idea that if you vote Democratic, you're not a racist. If you mm-hmm. vote Republican, yeah. you are a racist. So black or white. It's so no black and white and yeah. so false. It's the it's the worst narrative we can paint for unintellectual people who are voting. What yeah. I mean by that is that you don't know why you're voting. You're just voting because you want change. Change right. is great if you right. know what you're going to change or what right. you're trying to change. Right. But change just based off of what you saw on Facebook. What you saw on CNN, right. what you saw your homeboy or your homegirl say, right. is not true change because you don't know what you're changing. Right. Now, I'm not saying either one of these co- candidates is worth anything. A pile of beans. I I am on the idea that how this out of all these intel- intellectual minds in America, this how cannot, did we get here? How did we get here? <laughs> like, how did this happen? Yeah, I know all the Jeff Bezos, yeah, the yeah, Bill Gates, yeah. the, even some of the senators. I thought I, Oprah would have got up off the couch by now and tried to, you uh, know. That's another story. For you know, day. I don't. I'm you saying, can't see a Winfrey 2024. No, some, Oprah ain't got the. No, she ain't got the steam in her. No, no, I'm saying there's certain people <laughs> who have the 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 intellectual mind to do politics. Politics is a world of its own. For sure. I'm not saying that it's a light. It, there's light. There's a lot of light in that world. There's a lot of darkness in politics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of under door deals. There's a lot of zoning. There's a lot of things that are happening mm-hmm. that are just cutthroat. Yeah, and have been happening for decades. Right. There was a campaign for a uh, 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 somebody who was trying to run for, I believe, mayor or something in, in uh, what was it, California, mm-hmm. and. The, the man who was running against her, um, or Senate, it was Senate, um, was saying, wait a minute, this lady has been in the, the office for, for 40-some years, and this neighborhood has not changed. If anything, it's gotten worse. Yeah. He's presenting the, the, the stats. Mm-hmm. But nobody knows when it's time to vote for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when the people come out to the polls, same thing with small cities. Nobody knows when it's time to vote for our mayor. Yeah. You know, nobody. Or what our mayor is actually doing right. or not doing. But so so many people are so focused on the broad Right, picture. what's happening in D.C. Like, that's why my community messed up. Have you called Betsy Price? Has anybody. And that's not to say. Gotten on the phone. Not to say nothing against her. We don't know what Sister Price doing. I'm not saying that she's doing a good job or a bad job. 
I'm saying that I need to be more informed personally right. as For an sure. individual on mm-hmm. what is going on in my community. Yeah. Before it's I hard can, to call it if you don't know. Before I can jump and say she's doing a bad job. I don't know what How she's many doing. of us are taking those those walks not around the perimeter of communities, but actually through the highways and byways, the innards of communities, um, seeing and talking to people who are in those communities that we want change from. Some of us are screaming change, but we're staying on the other side of town. Um, I think there's so many things. So I, I think that what I've learned throughout this duration of time and just kind of um, sitting on the perch like a bird and just kind of people watching has been that people are not understanding the heft of their vote. I think that if you understand what your vote means, you would then take said action to make sure that you are doing what you said, pretty much what you vowed to do or what you um, wanted to do when you took your vote. What I mean by that is this. Um, We stay in a small city um, where there's a lot of Trump supporters. There's a lot of Trump rallies. There's like whole Trump festivals. Like, you know, it's it's a picnic out here. You know, can't lie. Um, And so people I see people going to buy these like six foot um, flags and like hang them from their big trucks and, you know, all this good stuff or whatever. And, you know, it's fine. You support who you support. I don't get bothered by that. That's not bothersome to me. But what I do or what I think about is like the psychology behind buying that. Like when you buy things and you buy them at a certain size and you put them and position them on certain things and you do like I feel like you're trying to provoke people. And my question to people is when will your vote just be enough? When will your actions behind your vote just be enough? When will those small changes? Because you know what? If you were to talk to somebody from either side, I believe that there's a lot more similarities in the things that you want to see. There's privilege or not or not. not. There's a lot of privileges that are blocking some some people from seeing things on both sides. And so I refuse to be somebody who's blanketed in my my response. I actually love those people who challenge the rationale of man why are we even talk like if you so much as like act like you not voting for joe biden joe is not my uncle you cannot sit up here and bully me on facebook with your twitter fingers acting like i'm i'm right or wrong for either one voting is very important to me i have not at this point voted yet because i am stuck all right i am stuck <laughs> and it doesn't mean that you're not going to vote either. It, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I understand that, you know, there's some people that just hear that, they hear a piece of it, and they don't want to um, give any reasoning to that or like, oh, you just, you know, young people and their apathy and they don't want to vote. And don't you know what your ancestors went through? And this man's a racist and this man's. The, and like, what about our, a black uh, vice president? Like, it's it's so much. But you have to think for yourself in this time. You have to think for yourself. You have to allow the values that you have um, be what's guiding um, your vote. Right. Um, did we take a splash in it? We're or done did we... with the splash. We, we dipped a little too deep. Uh-huh. Um, we're going to finish it off on this. Man, um, I think take the opportunity to take the opportunity to vote for your uh, candidate whoever it is, but it doesn't, it doesn't mean that somebody's wrong if they vote for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of the day, I, I think in this season, if you're a believer, cause we believe we got a lot of believers listening in and yeah. also a lot of people who don't believe. Right. But at the same time, take time to pray Yeah. for this country mm-hmm. to turn back from its ways, yep. from its wicked ways. If, if anything, 
Um, and for you to not harden your heart to what you think is always right. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you get a blinder and you just think you're just gunning for the right thing and it's not. Um, and it will reveal itself over time. And Jesus is ultimately coming back. Vote Jesus and, and 2020. Do, absolutely. And the same thing that he said he was going to do is still going to happen regardless of who is in the White House. And that right is where along. you can hang your hat, buddy. Yep, moving right along. Um, I just wanted to talk about, um, we're going to jump into the love section or the relationship section. Why you want to jump into the love section today? Like, why? They love like, it. They love it. So we, I we, mean, how you know they want to hear a little bit of business? How you know? We're going to jump to business. I, I feel like, you know, they see us. We see you. Uh, we're going to jump to business here in a little bit. But I think let's just switch it up today. Let's talk about love. Um, yesterday we were talking about um, the difference between, or you, you what, what was the question you posed towards me? Um, I said, do you think people operate at their best when they feel wanted or when they feel needed? And I, you know, when Patrice said that, you know, we, li- we love our midnight drives to nowhere and just thinking about just life. And when she asked me that, I, I started to ask myself, and still been asking myself, like, do I feel wanted in relationships or do I feel like I am needed in relationships? And in return, what does it do for me? What is the mm-hmm. affirmation mm-hmm. of that? And I believe a lot of people don't distinguish the two, mm-hmm. which causes there a mix up of like, what is what is your what is your role in the relationship as mm-hmm. a friend? Mm-hmm. Does your friend want you to help them or, or help hold them accountable in the area or do they need you to hold them accountable in the area? I think um, what we ended up talking about is that sometimes um, feeling needed makes you feel more present. Um, I think right. people, ha- everybody holds a desire to want to feel needed mm-hmm. um, regardless of if, if it's in your relationship with your child, your your parent, your spouse, your friends, that everybody, even if for your job, you know, they need me. I let me get up and go. They need me. And sometimes I think the need is more, um, more of a call of it's 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 less about your um, it, le- it it leaves out your consideration for wanting or opting out uh-huh. because you just want to show up. So in um, when people are dating, this is for the singles. A question for the single people, um, and also Patrice chime in on this. Do you want to be needed or wanted when you're starting to date somebody? <sighs> um, or or both. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I think that everyone does desire to be needed, but I think what comes with being needed is there's a level of dependence and dependence proves trust. Mm. I feel like. So if I can depend on you, thus trust you, then it's easier for me to need you. I think that some, some people, you know, may struggle with wanting to be needy depending on the relationship. You know what I mean? Like if you feel like you're safe, you know, if you feel like there's no threat detected and somebody's not going to judge you for what your needs are, then you are a little bit more apt to open up and be like, OK, I need you like right here. Can I can I get you to do this for me or can I just get you to listen to me and see if it makes sense? Well, I think it's a twofold thing because you can when I when I when I ask that question, you could feel like you are needed by somebody, but you don't feel like you belong to them at the same time. Mm, what you mean? Like, 
have you ever met somebody or seen somebody and you're like, man, like it just it just seems like they're they need one another, mm-hmm. but it's not conducive to it's toxic. It's toxic. The need is toxic. I think toxic is sidebar. Um, I think toxic is like the most overused word of 2020, by the way. OK, that's I, it. I would think that's that my mic job. I think Trump is the most. Ah! <laughs> I don't think toxic is a bad word. I think that I, I think we're calling things toxic, but not realizing that there's a level of toxicity in you that recognizes someone else's toxicity. Right, you have to see it in order to, you know, like, yeah. or experience it in order to Takes know. Takes one it. to know one, right? Yeah. Um, and the reason why I ask that is that I think there has to be a balance of want and need. Like I can need. We, we talked about, for example, like if my area of need is is accountability and losing weight. Yeah. And I need you to hold me accountable, but I also need you to get me this, you know, I don't know, meal from mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z store. A fo fo fo. A fo Stick with the Wendy's commercial. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, and instead of you giving me what I sh- what what. Instead of you denying me and you are giving me what I need, it causes me to continue to fall in that area because you're not holding me accountable. Yeah. So I think there's always a balance between want and need. I think we don't understand the definition of want and we understand need and we start calling things that we want a need. But see, I never feel like it's a consistent thing. Like I never feel like somebody's always going to consistently want to be needed all the time because you don't want to feel like you are being burdened or being pulled on or being like there's some people that's how they function yes there's some people who it's it's a part of their nature to feel needed and Mm -hmm. that's how they justify a their lifestyle Mm -hmm. and b how they feel about themselves right and sometimes when you are hiding behind who you really are and what you're really going through it's easier to help somebody else Mm -hmm. so these uh, individuals are usually helpful. Caping. You know, they're usually uh, ready to, you know, save the day. They don't mind, don't, you know, they don't mind doing whatever it takes for mm-hmm. the friendship or mm-hmm. for the relationship. But the importance is really understanding that the key word here is sometimes no mm-hmm. is the best answer to things that you don't understand mm-hmm. until you get to understand it and you're like, okay, now I know how I can assist you. I think it's been a, a benefit in relationships that I've built outside of me and you Mm -hmm. to understand that my no is not going to hurt you. It's helping you. Mm -hmm. And that's something that you take into that decision making of, okay, do they need me? Do they want me? Like what, what kind of help are you wanting here? See, I kind of feel like if you are in a 100% need based relationship, which sometimes I think that's how the portrait of marriage can look right in a way is like, uh, like some people see it that's why it's viewed as a chore sometimes that's why it's viewed as a cage sometimes of like why can't I go anywhere why can't I because it's so need based I need you to watch the kids I need you to have sex with me I need you to make me dinner I need you like it sounds so need based or at least that's a perception uh, in some people's reality right but I think like if you have a 100% need based relationship, it does kind of build that cage. And so because you never feel wanted. But then there are also those very real human occurrences where like Tweety and I were talking last night, like they're a day, like I want you every day. Every day I want you. And I think that's what people also talk about with the whole like I wake up every day and I choose you. You know, those like really 
I, okay, we're gonna talk a, a minute. We're gonna unpack why tweeting Patrice hate really mushy stuff in just a second too, because it's I feel hate. like I, I don't think hate is a strong word. It's just di- we just dislike. don't like we just don't relate to yeah. it as much. Uh, very real. But but those people are being real in their own right as well. I'm not saying that they're not, but I'm just saying like we are just we're us. That's how that's our. We're thing. gonna talk about that. We're gonna yeah. talk about that. We we are we're gonna bring ourselves to the red table with that. Um, but the blue table. Sure, that's fine. We we uh, my bad boss. I mean my my cad costs. Um, you get it, cad cost. Yeah, that was trying to make a funny. It's okay. Keep going. That's brazy. Um, anyway, so yeah, that's what I was pretty much saying. Mm-hmm. That you know you could feel like you're in a cage and you want to feel wanted. And so when I was telling you the other day, I was like, I want you all the time. But there are days, there are moments because we're human. That I'm like, I honestly don't know how to be this or do this right now. So I just need you to do this because I don't know how to do it. And it, it that could be from something like completely practical, like killing a fly. Like that is something I just feel like I don't know how to do. I know y'all. I know last week it was the whole, um, what was it? The Mike can Pins. opener. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> it was the can not opener. Fly. Oh, not, not my kids is fly. But it was the can opener that I was having a meltdown about this week. I don't like to kill flies. I just feel like y'all are going to make a secret Twitter page about me. But anyway. I saw um, you killing that, though, last week. Because it, I, I feel like it doesn't have as many organs. <laughs> Why? I, <laughs> so I just, a gnat's life does not count, huh? Save I mean, what's the purpose of a gnat? I mean, what's the purpose of don't a fly? gnats grow into flies? Okay, well, you just ended it early. Ooh. So you do kill flies. Are gnats technically, technically in the fly? They're in the fly are. family, but are they flies? Yes, they are. But they seem so like small. That's 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 why it's easier for you to like tap it and say less organs. Is anyways, keep going. Oh my gosh, I'm a monster. <laughs> oh my gosh, but yeah, that's pretty much what I was saying. There's times I want you because I feel, um, I feel. I think that wanting somebody comes with a level of worthiness. And mm. I know that that's going to like, you know, shake a, little, a few rooms. But I think that um, when you feel wanted, you feel automatically qualified, not qualified, but worthy of being loved and worthy of being seen. And so we want to feel wanted because we want to be validated. Right. And then we want something because, you know, whatever. So, yeah, I think in marriage, um, there is a oneness that is always going to be a constant need. You can even bypass the want because want becomes a choice. Mm -hmm. Like you could want to be with somebody and end up not being with that person. Mm -hmm. But in marriage, it's strictly a need base Mm -hmm. trading off with one another, knowing that I'm I'm just not doing this for me. Like it's a sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Maybe I don't like to do this, but you like to do it. And where is the compromise that and we she can go needs, So it, do, do you feel like she needs me to do this or she wants me to do this? She needs me to do this. So it makes mm. it a more immediate action. When I think of want, it's the option becomes, well, I can want to do the dishes. And that could be a, well, I do it at 5 p.m., 6 p.m. tomorrow. But if I need to do the dishes, there's an immediate urgency mm-hmm. of doing it now. Mm-hmm. If you need to go to the bathroom, do you wait to go to the bathroom? Mm. If you, if somebody says, I want to go to the bathroom, they might sit there and talk to you for about an hour, 15 minutes. It, it doesn't really, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So when I think of need, it's more of a whatever it takes, even if it's minuscule to me or minuscule to you, whatever you need, I should be able as a husband to provide for you because that is what you are signing up for. So it's more urgent when it's a need. Right. But if I say I want you to do the dishes, does it feel more urgent? Do you no. do you approach it with more urgency? No. That's but just but in that case, you're feeling wanted. I'm feeling wanted, but I, it, it, it doesn't, it's not a beckoning call. It's not a tweet. I need you to do the dishes. This is good. This is a good conversation. So it creates a, a expectancy when you say need mm-hmm. for it to be done faster. But when you say I want to, you know, it's like, well, I mean, I do it. Cool. So I think this is a really good first date conversation with someone to kind of just see where their head is. And I feel like it's one of those conversations that's like not finite. Like you kind of can't like have it once. And then now you can you can have this conversation. You can pick it up at any point. And the, the answers may change as you get to talking about it. But I think it's a good, you know, kind of like a good measuring stick to just kind of see where that person is. If you're meeting them for the first time, like, hey, do you show up best when you're wanted or needed? And if they completely don't understand the question, then like, you know, end the first date, you know, it's fine. Um, (laughs) And I also think it's a good conversation to have amongst married people. Like, hey, do you feel your best when I want you or when I need you? And a lot of people, like, I think your first mind is always to say, oh, when you want me. But it it's different. Like, if you get to really talking about it. So I need Jesus. I don't want. But you also want Jesus. No, I want Jesus, but I'm also making it a choice. When I say I want him, it's like, well, I can want Jesus and still want my life. But see, then there's also the people also want to be chosen. Like, I don't want to feel assigned to you. I want to be like, I chose you or you chose me. It becomes another thing. I want to breathe or I need to breathe. I need to breathe. But you also want to breathe. True. But the need to breathe is more... Urgent. Urgent than the want. Get it. Got it. Everywhere you can put the want and need in in a in like a conversation, you'll really find out that need always will go above obviously. Obviously, yeah. But it's it's one of those things that we never really sit down and, and we put in our diction for our conversations with our spouses, with, with people we love and understand. I'm not saying don't use the want. Use want if that's what that means for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you understand the two different definitions, it becomes more urgent when you want somebody to do something more urgently. I also think it's it, the real reason is just self-assessment. Right, right. I think like, hmm, do I show up more? Do I Am I more present? Am I more um, giving? Am I more, if, am I my best self when I'm wanted or when I'm needed? Because so many of us d- fail to realize that if we are needed, we only thrive off of relationships where we're needed. Right. Some of us are like that. Some of us are those people that are like, if there is a crisis, I am the best person to call for that. Right. There There's people, always. Yeah. I mean, everybody has a, a, a roll call of who yeah. to call mm. for certain situations. And that's a great thing. Yeah. It's a blessed thing because that means that you have a, a good circle of friends or people or family members that are able to come in. For the clutch for you. So you may not be the person that's invited to mini golf, but you might be the person that if something pop off, you know, so. And, or and if you it, have to fix a tire, you know, change, yeah. change something in the car, like you're the perfect person for and it. And there's nothing wrong with being solid. There's nothing wrong with being needed. But I think <clears throat> even people who seek need based relationships and it's a good evaluation of whether you evaluating those relationships you have to see, are they need based? Um, 
but also like how often, how do you want to be wanted? Right. And I think those are important things because it lack of communication is really what um, kills a lot of relationships because people don't understand what their acts the the they're not they're not aware of what they're asking the other person to do. Mm-hmm. Therefore, the frustration kicks in. The frustration turns into anger. Anger turns into well, I just don't need you no more. Yeah. That on both sides. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I think when you have an understanding of how somebody communicates, it's easier to be like, well, if I tell Tweety, I want you to do dishes. Are those dishes gonna be get? Are the, all those dishes gonna be done in the next two hours? Mm-hmm. Most likely not. But if I tell Tweety, Tweety, I need you to do the dishes. All right, I'm I'm on it. That means that it's an urgent matter. Um, so I think that was a good conversation for um, y'all to hear and and, and have um, with your significant other, with yourself, with people around you, and just. Um, just try it out and check it out and see what what are those areas in your life that you need people to come in through or what are the areas that you want them to come through for you. Yeah, that's good. So let's touch a little bit. We said we'd bring ourselves to the red table. Um, about like... Um, blue, blue table. Oh, yes. We're, we're bipping over here. <laughs> I mean, we're we cripping over here, I guess. Um, but, you know, just the... I don't know what I don't know what to call it. I don't know. I feel like over the podcast it's been clear for those people who have been like active listeners that we are kind of like that couple that just is like mushy you. But like we like each other, but it just it's kind of like the things that we match on accent sometimes. Very rare, but Wait, what? We do. Sometimes. That's as far as mu- I'm talking about the mushy things that we probably and that's not to say that we're not, you know, obviously very romantical with one another. But it's just that we understand when I, I don't know. How, how do you explain it? I don't know how to explain it. It's that we we're just not the we're not the prototypical like, you know, uh, cutie cute type of you know couple like we're just very patrice is my best friend you know and i'm her you know i'm her best friend you know we communicate very well to one another and we have so many different sides to our relationships that you know certain stuff is just like oh man that's a little corny or that's a little this and that's no that's what other people do but just for us it's just kind of like eh, i've of lately i I've, i would like to feel like i am slowly growing stripes in different parts of my life um, where I can <coughs> understand slightly understand mm-hmm. why the, are we both wearing <clears throat> bow ties no I can't understand <laughs> that I can't understand there's certain <laughs> things that are like really really cutesy pootsy that I just the thought of it you've is always like, wanted me in a onesie I mean, when did I say that? You, you want at Christmas time? You're always asking me to get into a onesie, and we could take a onesie picture. I mean, yeah, that's kind of cute. Like, and I and see, so that's what I'm saying. Like, we're not 100 percent exempt from that, 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 <laughs> whatever, that whatever that, that is. is. Yeah, we're just not 100 percent exempt. We're from not that. that couple. Like, you know. There's just certain things that um but I actually don't know how to explain this. The, I don't, I'm pulling away from the blue table. <laughs> I think the beauty of it is like in relationships. I, I'm a I'm a segue it out. Um, in relationships, we 
you start to realize everybody has their own communication as far as it being a couple. Like some people communication communicate in fashion Mm -hmm. some people communicate in um whatever gift they're in we're singers we're the singer couple yeah some people communicate it's purely based off personality right based off of different personalities and i feel like we have our own communication um whether our communication isn't just like we are we make each other laugh all day long that is what we do yeah i'm his ghostwriter we're comedians I'm his ghostwriter. I don't get my credit for my jokes, and I don't ask for it because I'm that great. I can come with. Come I have up with to say, as a part of the back end creative team, as the back end creative team <laughs> of you, Tweety. Shout um, out to Jay for that. Shout out to the lovely. Um, I believe that my jokes sound funnier from you. Wow, that's, yeah, it takes a lot to say that. It doesn't. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm just a, a great ghostwriter. Patrice, I never look. When it come, we're gonna do a three next time when we start off. We're gonna do three jokes each. Which, oh, okay. And whichever okay, one material. Yeah, whichever one makes. I'm not a punchline like, person. But you, I'm talking about you, the greatest. Though you better to be like I am, with it. I I truly believe if I was ever to pursue comedy, which I that's not my bag, but I I think there are people who are. We need an entertainment section of the pod. We I feel really like do. I embody that. I feel like. I could really body that body if, I, if I jumped into like the comedic realm. But okay, so but there's stories. different levels of of comedy. Like there's like stand up. I'll be more satire, more you know dark. So, so are you more? You know. Okay, but see, like only you and really, me laugh at stuff like that. Like we know. have an extremely dry because sense of humor. People, people hey, are look, you are you a black Twitter folk. comic? Yes. Okay, so can, can we? Um, I'm going to start a petition. For people on black Twitter, I believe that it is time for you all to come out of the shadows. You all are some geniuses and you need your just due. I'm joining Twitter as of tomorrow um, and I am coming as... They don't quickly accept applications. There's like a not, not black Twitter. It's like HBCU no, financial doing, aid line. No, okay. black Twitter. They, See, they that was a joke. Ha ha. But watch it. Tweety said it. Watch. Say it. No. <laughs> I want I want to join the the Christian Twitter, you know where y'all at? Wherever y'all at? The, is there is there a Christian Twitter? There is folks? a Christian Twitter. I want to okay deep, okay. Let me explain deep something. In that. Uh-huh. It's very help me. Um, Christians, I have no idea. Us, me, you. Can we talk? Um, we can still have personality. Like that's what I'm trying we, to we can still have zeal. Yeah, you know, we can still be personable, fun, fun funny, um, charismatic. We Mm. can still be um, make jokes. We can still high side. Like gone is the art of high siding. Like Mm. we can still like you know charge people up and roast them and be like, oh, them shoes. Like we can still do that. Oh, Jesus sandals. You know what I mean? Like we can. It's funny. Like life is funny. Like do you think God makes no mistakes? There is some stuff on this earth and people and people (laughs) that are are extremely funny. Yeah, it's a gift. Exactly. Like this it's is a, a this is truly a gift, and that's what I I want to bring to MDC podcast. Uh-huh. I am vetoing in uh, no, entertainment. You're not, you're not vetoing. Vetoing oh. is taking it away. Oh my bad, my bad. You know, true, true. I'm still I'm from Africa. Uh, <laughs> that's always a good one to fall back on. Oh, uh, anyways, slap <laughs> uh, knees. Um, anyways, I want to bring in. Uh, entertainment section where we can just have 
two or three minutes. I'll take that to the board. Of pure funny. I will take that to the back end creative team. All right. Have we met? Have we agreed? Yes. All right. It's in there. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, I feel like as Christians, as believers, as people of God, we can 100% body like 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 you know christian twitter is not bad it's not a bad place it's you know it's cool like it's cool you know it's a lot of prayers and you know <laughs> like god woke you up this morning like it's a lot of it's like great. it's good stuff. it's a lot of great reminders and i believe that i you know have have since you know they they accepted my application what? on like a very um you're, a very temporary basis you've joined like twitter's one of them things like if you ain't been on it in a minute like you gotta get in to like let them know hey i'm good check me i'm good you know you <laughs> gotta certified, like certified. you really gotta go through boot camp on twitter like it's not easy to get to, in like you used to I, i've you know twitter which was always a curious thing. People are like, man, you have a Twitter. You must have a Twitter. Your name is Tweety. Like, so no, therefore you tweet. Yeah, I was like, no, I don't. It's a part of the brand. Um, but for business sake and for, you know, my personal kicks and laughs, I will join Twitter. Um, I don't have an underscore yet. But right now you could you could follow me at Hustleboys. That's what I'm a pub right now. But I'll be joining soon mm-hmm. with my own name. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I think I think just having fun as believers, mm-hmm. as we we're gonna segue right out of that too. Uh, having fun as believers is one of those things that we have to learn to just enjoy. Yeah, I think sometimes we can be so serious. Like I'm asking you, how's your day, and you're starting to quote Matthew, Luke, John, and all <laughs> all these words. I'm like, bro, I just asked you one question: How are you doing, or how is your day? It, it it's important to never lose the touch of humanity. Sure. And as you build on the verses, as you build on the relationships, just don't lose the sight of like, man, you just need a hug right now. Or man, you just need somebody to hear you out instead of just that, you know, sometimes we just jump the gun Mm -hmm. and we like, oh, they're going to need this right here. I got the, I got the perfect verse for them. And we Mm. just get real corny with it. Oh, you all up in my ad tags. What? You know, sometimes we get real corny with just how we approach Christian. Being a Christian, being a Christian is a lifestyle, not just a um, a moniker or something that we put yeah, on. Yeah, you, you apply the Bible to life. Right. You bring the Bible to life, and like, you, like back to your life. And we're not all the same personality. Like saying you're of Christ, yes, he is in you, but he has created you to be unique and mm-hmm. peculiar. Mm-hmm. So just be yourself. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you're naturally this, be that. If you're naturally funny, be funny. Like nothing... Uh, Obviously, be in line with what God says, but I think just uh, having the freedom to allow God to work in you so that you know what those boundaries are, Mm -hmm. it's important. Yeah, man. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you. Let's go ahead and jump into business. I want us to talk about how you don't need to be tired of seeing Hustle Blend's posts. You need to be tired of McDonald's. My ghostwriter wrote that. Dang, you Bow. straight up ripped me. <laughs> That's my line. Wait a minute. 
No. That was a good one. That was a good one. Nah, we, was a good one. We, we were talking in the car about how often you will see commercials from other bigger companies and have no problem. You will even like, if you're on YouTube, you'll let the commercial play because you kind of like it. It soothes you. Mm-hmm. But the moment a smaller business is promoting their brand or putting up a post. They're doing too much. They're doing too much. Yeah. How much, what they really think they're doing. Like yeah. these things start to pop up and you see people, um, just get really annoyed by your effort. Mm-hmm. And I realized the reason why people do that is because they, their lack of effort. Mm-hmm. And McDonald's doesn't lack effort or the pocketbook to cash that check of mm-hmm. this ad going to be up here for the year. Mm-hmm. You pass by this highway, guess what? None changed. Mm-hmm. It's the same ad. You know, I've, I've started um, just I feel like this year I've learned a lot about myself um, and I've learned that I do not have to participate in certain conversations, even if they arrive at my door. And what I mean by that is, um, you know, we I tend to hear, you know, whether it's at work or whatever, like, oh, I be seeing y'all. <laughs> I be seeing y'all. <laughs> I be seeing Hustle Blends. Da, 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 da. And, and this is like not to, this is not a Hustle Blends business topic. This is just an example. But I hear that. And I immediately like have nothing to say because you're just giving me a statement. What do you to what do I owe (laughs) (laughs) that? Because I you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just I be seeing y'all. I'm like, do you follow? You know what I'm saying? I I had to I had to really check. I had to really check the room, you know, because I have like some people that I have worked with or work with or whatever that will like follow everything like not follow, like not actually click the button. No, 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 no. But um, <laughs> like, you know, watch my story or whatever the case may be. And I understand just because like you see somebody watch your story doesn't mean they are like watching it. Right. But um, then like ask me about the business. Ask me about how to do certain things in business or ask me certain whatever. But like you never not once. And it's not that your follow is going to make or break anything, but like if you show someone true support, but you're always saying like, I seen y'all. I'm like, that's great. I see you. What do we have to talk about? Like, you know what I'm saying? I see you every day, but I can say I see you every day or I can say I see you every day and I speak. Hey, how you doing? Oh, you look nice today. That's a great sweater. You know what I'm saying? Like, what action are you doing with what you see? And so to segue off of Hustle Blends, because that's not what this particularly is about, but what you can do is go to www.hustleblends.com. You always can. Um, Is that you need to, one, let's check our hearts in this wonderful world of social media across the board, across the board, whether it's seeing, you know, brands being posted, whether it's seeing, you know, um, this happen or that happened, we have to check our hearts. If it's always like an eye roll, like, Oh, look at them promote their business. What do you want me to do? Do you want me to just sit in a room and think about my business all day and hope that that, that thought just transcends to my neighbor <laughs> and hope that they pick up on it and they go and spend a thousand dollars in the middle of the night on my website? No, I have to push this thing. Like we have to push it. And honestly, we, we really look, let, let us add somebody to the team and, and see how crazy this thing about to get. You know what I mean? Like, like we, it needs to be more. You're not tired of McDonald's. Don't let the cat out the back first. You're right. Um, but I think it's important, um, one, to not be offended by it. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I've learned. I've learned that, you know, 
my silence does speak. And I've been more intentional in learning than speaking. Mm-hmm. You learn about people when you see their actions. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you react either in saying something mm-hmm. or learning from that something that yeah. they're doing. Yeah. Um, and when it comes to people and their support, support don't pay nobody bills. Mm-hmm. Except the ones who pay child support. I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, when you the are... The ghostwriter did not write that one. That's just all me. <laughs> You're welcome, people. Um, but it's important to really look back and say at the end of the day whether you support me or not the road is going the way is up mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no hitchhiking the way with you know mm-hmm. with the brand or with the business because at the end of the day i know what kind of effort i'm putting mm-hmm. you know what kind of effort you're putting and as you're building your brand effort is something you can't teach so what we're pretty much saying is like if you ever have those thoughts of am I doing too much? I already no, po- I already did enough. this. I already they maybe they folks are tired of seeing me. Maybe you know I'm gonna annoy somebody. No, I ain't done. Disrupt yet. the timeline. Shake the tables. Snatch the wigs. Are you done? Or are you finished? You know what I mean. Like I think that that is the approach we need to have because. You know, like I spoke about in my book, Faith Boss, brokeovation is real. Come on. There is a difference in how we operate our businesses or our side hustles. Or let what something happen to that to that one income. Let, let that, something happen to that job that you've been depending on, that job that gave you insurance. You're going to you flip tables. You're going to do everything yeah, it takes to take You will be on the, the corner. Top. Not on the corner like that, but you will be on, like, hey, let, you, you won't, you'll be popping your truck open. Like, and I think that there's nothing wrong with that level of hustle and that level of intensity, but those spurts right. and seeing the seriousness of it. Don't allow a circumstance because your motivation Mm -hmm. be motivated consistently Mm -hmm. throughout the year in good times when you got money know where it's Mm -hmm. going know it's going to savings Mm -hmm. when you don't have money know that you put money into the savings for a moment Mm -hmm. like this all these different things that people go through a lot of people are living from check to check Mm -hmm. everybody is legit in america one check away from a bad situation Mm -hmm. Um, but the problem is not how much somebody makes. The mm. problem becomes the lifestyle that somebody lives, even though they know what they make. Yeah. And just a little rule of thumb, just a little a little tidbit. Um, the majority of buyers online are female. Even if they are buying a male product, they're, they're buying, buying it for their husband, their man, father. their husband, their brother, whoever. Okay. And so women, as well as men, um, our emotions, you know. They, they go up, they go down, whatever, whatever. Might hate everything in life in the morning, see your post and be like, oh my gosh, not another one. It might be noon and sis may have had her favorite pickle chips. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, I have to buy it. Right. But had you not posted again, you know what I mean? Like you have to, to, to just keep pressing on the gas and just keep on going. They see you. Um, and, and this is the thing. I'm not... I'm not one of those people who's going to go out there and buy 5,000 people from India and put it on our page. It's like, hey, look, mm-hmm. <laughs> big following. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm concerned with retaining customers, mm-hmm. growing the brand, mm-hmm. being visible, and showcasing our product. For sure. Because at the end of the day, you're looking for loyalty you're not, mm-hmm. and you're looking for a customer base. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are looking for numbers and end up with nothing in the bank. Yep. You've done all that work. 
you've you've pushed so hard, mm-hmm. but there's nothing to show for mm-hmm. it. Nobody bought the 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 merchandise. Nobody bought the 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 stuff that you were selling because the effort. People see effort. Therefore, it's rewarded in a sale. Mm-hmm. So think about a commercial you saw, you may have seen that we like. Oh man, that was witty. I, I'm gonna I'm get that. Mm-hmm. I, Nike does a great job year after year because they don't re, they recycle the same method. Mm-hmm. We are going to get the biggest star at on that year, mm-hmm. right? And we are going to put them in a commercial. Mm-hmm. And if and we're the, gonna play that commercial twenty eight times, right? And we're gonna play it a whole lot as you getting ready to go to sleep because we know your consciousness is Influence. down. Influence, yeah, yep, yep. You look for the influence. You know, shout out to our influencers, by the way. If y'all shout listening. out to them, they're amazing. Doing a great job, amazing. amazing job. Keep it up. Um, and also learning that this is a this is a push and pull type of world that we're living in, especially in business. In business, you're not always gonna be the person pulling sometimes Mm -hmm. you might be the person pushing Mm -hmm. and i feel like if you are in a business where you are it's more than one Mm -hmm. and there's two of you you have an advantage yeah and you need to utilize that what is your strength Mm -hmm. as one person what is the other person's strength now multiply that and put it together yeah yeah but a lot of people will be busy fighting over what's more important on Mm -hmm. one end yeah. That you are jumping on somebody's weakness when you should be like, nah, let's w- use your strength. Yeah. Use what you got. Let me water this. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So let's go ahead and um, end this thing the right way. Right, right. All right. So if you are a first time listener to Million Dollar Conversation podcast, there is a part of this podcast where I don't know if you know, but we know that um, we've been like tallying up your check this whole time. I mean, like we saw you come in with the new Yeezys or clothes. We saw you, you know, talking about you didn't need your stimmy check. So, you know, you just went to go buy the whole hood some ribs. <laughs> we saw you come in. Um, what a and, check at man like you this. know we, we we seen it and so we feel the way about it and so I hope you didn't think this was free we, we hope you didn't think this was just like you like know just free game. like we was just you know sitting up here talking to you for our health or something like who would do that um so at L- this point let them know how they can pay first because I feel like sometimes maybe that's the confusing part because a lot you- of y'all are on payment plans and I have to say I respect it like hey like you know can I pay? Some of y'all are pinning it here and you I'll know, say adding a dime thing. here. If okay. You, if you are a MDC follower right now, as I say this, go to your Instagram because all of everybody, even the grannies nowadays, got an Instagram. Y'all grannies got Instagram. So. Go to Instagram and type in at Hustleblends and follow us. That's the first step. That's that's one of the first ways to to get a payment going. The yes. second way is to go to Apple Podcasts and to rate our um, podcast um, and to five star five star that thing. Give us a comment, a rate, a review. Right. Let us know how we're doing and also share it with your friends, share it with your your homies, share it with your mama. I, I know she just found out what a podcast is. I need <laughs> it's you to not go. A radio. You know what I mean? Like I know she's like, why y'all always listening to people talk? Who does that? But like she didn't tell you that she was listening to Howard Stern in the nineties. Oh, but wow. you know, like you, you know, like just just do that thing, and that is how you can pay us back for all of this this clearly no hard work payment. that we're doing. I know this is no last <laughs> payment though. Y'all gotta go to www w.hustleblends.com and just check out check out and get you something you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying we're going to give you a, a 
I don't know, no, no. Y'all gotta pay the bill first. I was gonna give y'all a, a code, but that's for next time. Y'all yeah, get the, the code next time. I, pay the bills first. That's it. And we'll come with the code. 2020 next time. is a great time to pay bills. We still in 2020. I don't know why y'all fast forward and stuff. Just calm down. Yeah, y'all know what 2021 coming <laughs> with. Just calm right? down. The calm rent down. has not gone up yet. It's calm still, down. It's still 2020. We're here with y'all. Thank y'all that's for it. listening. Uh, MDC, we out. No, 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 no. No, we're not out. At text, Tweety. Oh, dang. Boy, I'm telling you. I thought we just This gave is why him. I'm here. No, this is why I am here. I thought we just gave Because Tweety was sit up here and, and charge y'all $20. And that's it. And I'm the one that's like, no, baby, no. All right, so ad tax is the part of the podcast where we give you a little something more than what you came here for. Honestly, I'm going to start calling it free coupons. You know what I'm saying? Like, just a little nah. something, something, something. I don't know, but. Ad tax works. All right. Anyway, we're now adding tax. Okay, give you a little free game, a little wisdom, a little something that we came up on throughout the week, a little, a little recent revelation, if you will. So Tweety's gonna go first. Um, over the past couple of days, been dealing with just a lot of ashy days. Yeah, Tweety's um, extremely ashy. Ashy, meaning not physical. Any brands want to work with us? <laughs> hey, lotion uh, you brands. Can still, you can send what all some your lotion. lotion. You know, you the lotion. No, person. if there ain't any, you know, shea butter babies out there, you know, just just send it. Tweety needs it. Um, He's ashy. I want to be an influencer for all the lotion brands. So Please. holla at your boy. If, my you, knees. if you desire to see him a little bit shinier, <laughs> my knees help desire me. help, and they they could cause a fire at this yes, point. Yes, uh, my toes included. Uh, but. That's one of the day. Um, this week, I've I really, uh, this past week, really had a lot of ashy days. What I mean by that is not just the physical, but self-care. Um, sometimes you could be so much on the go with business and trying to make things happen that you don't, um, you neglect your body, neglect rest. Um, um, and I would just encourage you to uh, find a day out of the week. This is nothing deep. It's just something simple. Um, to do one thing that doesn't require a lot of energy. That could be a nap. That could be listening to a song on the way to work. An intentional nap. Yes. Yeah. And um, while you're in there, just think about all the things that God has done for you. Mm. And that's how I find my peace in, in when I feel anxiety kicks in, when I feel like fear kicks in, when I feel like Worry kicks in. I, I, I stand on the scripture. God did not give me the spirit of fear. That's my provision mm-hmm. for fear, for mm-hmm. anxiety, because mm-hmm. those are just symptoms of mm-hmm. a bigger root issue mm-hmm. that I've opened up an area of in my life mm-hmm. to for darkness to creep in. So in order to cast those thoughts down, that's what I do. Um, and I would encourage you to do the same. Find a scripture that you can stand on. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Um, I actually, I love what you said because this year, this in these moments, um, I've learned a lot about myself and I've, um, I love that we grow together and you and I can discover a lot of things together. And I think one goal I've had um, has been to like pack less and do more. You know what I mean? Like to like have less that I'm carrying with me, but be able to travel and, and unpack more. Um, and so I mean that in, in every sense of it, but, um, I think my ad tax can save a life today. (laughs) (laughs) So 
this is for everybody. And and honestly, you know, sometimes these conversations we be getting into are only good if you're ready to have those kind of those 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 hard conversations with yourself. And I I of lately have been enjoying um, those hard conversations with myself. So this here goes nothing. If you at any point identify as being a fixer, okay, something's broke, you got to fix it. You're kind of one of those people that like needs to be needed. Um, You know, if you like, oh my gosh, like what happened? Let me do something. Let me do something. You know, if you just feel like, you know, something pops off and you have to say something, you have to just do something. You have to like, you feel almost helpless, just kind of sitting there biting your tongue. This message is for you, okay? Um, Because I am a fixer and I've, of lately, in my time with God lately, have realized that that is a God complex. Um, that And we talked about this before on the show, like, you know, caping, putting on your cape, why you got to do that? You know, I my personal belief of feeling like it's a level of narcissism, you know, all this good stuff. But I feel like fixing things, like we have almost an innate feeling to feel like we have to respond to things with what's in our toolbox. And so an example of this is like, if someone is going through a mournful time, if someone has lost someone, if someone has, you know, is going through a hard time, everybody kind of struggles with that whole, what do I say? Because I have to say something. And um, our elder in church today hit on it. And it was so funny that he said that because I was actually having that whole conversation with myself not so long ago about how sometimes you don't have to say anything. Sometimes saying I'm here is enough or I'm or just going into prayer about it is enough without adding all the extra decorative words because those are what make us feel good it's not doing anything for the person who's receiving and I mean it might you know but it it, it it cannot do anything for the wound and so I'm encouraging all of my fixers one let's go in prayer <laughs> I might start like a fixer Facebook group or something I don't know um but let's go into prayer about the things that we feel like we're we're fit we we want to fix and actually go to God about what we're actually called to um so that we can cover those things because we are it's not our job to fix we are not God um what we are are people who are able to com- uh communicate with God and able to um be an be an extension of him while we're here and so Let's go and do um, do right by people by not trying to fix them in our own might, but just trying to pray for them because we know God can fix anything. Um, so that's it for me. All right. See y'all later. MDC, we out. Bye.